0: Now the word of Yahweh came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Chapter 15 of the Westminster Confession of Faith is titled, Of Repentance Unto Life. Here are some of the words from that chapter. Repentance unto life is an evangelical grace The doctrine whereof is to be preached by every minister of the gospel, as well as that of faith in Christ. By it, a sinner, out of the sight and sense not only of the danger, but also of the filthiness and odiousness of his sins, as contrary to the holy nature and righteous law of God, and upon the apprehension of his mercy in Christ to such as are penitent, so grieves for and hates his sins, as to turn from them all, Unto God, purposing and endeavoring to walk with Him in all the ways of His commandments. As there is no sin so small, but it deserves damnation, so there is no sin so great that it can bring damnation upon those who truly repent. Men ought not to content themselves with a general repentance, but it is every man's duty to endeavor to repent of his particular sins. Particularly, Hear now God's word as we have it recorded for us in Jonah chapter 3. Now the word of Yahweh came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and call out to it this very call, which I am going to speak to you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of Yahweh. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three days walk. Then Jonah began to go into the city one day's walk, and he called out and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh will be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed in God, and they called a fast and put on sackcloth, from the greatest to the least of them. Then the word reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, laid aside his mantle from him, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat on the ashes. And he cried out and said, In Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let man, animal, herd, or flock taste a thing. Do not let them eat, and do not let them drink water. But both man and animal must be covered with sackcloth, and let men call on God with their strength, that each may turn from his evil way and from the violence which is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent, and turn away from his burning anger, so that we will not perish. Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. So God relented concerning the evil which he had spoken he would bring upon them. And he did not bring it upon them. The warning of Jonah to Nineveh is a warning needed in our day. And praise Yahweh, there are men, warning people, cities, civil rulers, and nations about the wrath of God to come. Nineveh was a very large city, the capital of Assyria, and it was engaged in cruel wickedness, which brought it to the brink of a great judgment and fall. But when Jonah proclaimed that that was coming, the people from the greatest to the least and even the king repented. The king called for repentance throughout his land, among all his subjects. And he did so with hope, hope that that would turn away God's wrath from them, and it did indeed do that. The nation I live in, and if you're listening from another country, it's likely true of yours as well, the nation I live in, the United States, is in dire need of repentance. We should desire for faithful ministers to call us to repentance, but also for our civil leaders to be like the king of Nineveh and join in with that call. We, both individually and collectively, need Holy Spirit-wrought repentance, a repentance evidenced in turning from our evil ways and engaging in good works. We know Yahweh has fixed a day in which he will judge the living and the dead, a judgment in righteousness, a judgment through a man whom he appointed, King Jesus. What we don't know is how long will the Lord remain patient and long-suffering with us now. Our evil is great. We despise the only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have rejected His word. We kill our children in the womb. We mutilate them if they make it out of the womb. We engage in and encourage and celebrate all kinds of sexual debauchery. And even if we're not doing so ourselves, many of us stand idly and silently by as these things are rampant. We need the evangelical grace of repentance unto life. We need to recognize and hate the filthiness and odiousness of our sin. We need to endeavor to repent of our particular sins particularly. It is imperative. We acknowledge there is no sin so small, but it deserves damnation. And there is no sin so great that it can bring damnation upon those who truly repent. In Christ Jesus alone, there is full and never-ending forgiveness. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Him.